What's good is Oz, man, the wizard. And Naima. And this is not, not another, another damn, damn podcast. podcast presented by our damn, damn selves. selves. But more time before the holidays officially here. So pick up your J-Scope, ladies. Um, yes. Just in time for the new year. You know you want to get that body right for 2019. Yeah. Yes. Like we always say, um, summer bodies are born in the winter. So mm-hmm. get it cracking. J-Scope, of course, created by the lovely Jazz. That's right. The first fitness belt that covers your entire midsection and provides 100% comfort during your workout. She's middays on Soul 106.3. Great radio station. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get that workout in, you know. But like we keep on saying, the gym is going to be off the chain on January 1st, 2nd. Yeah, already people are counting down. You know, people already like got their memberships now. Yeah. Top of the year. I'm got there. My new membership. People already signing up. They've probably been signing up all through December, like getting ready, hey. anticipating January 1st. Everybody and been signing up. Okay. <laughs> Three weeks later. <laughs> You're fat ass again. <laughs> Well, this is our official um, Christmas episode because it's released on Christmas Eve. Yes. And like we say, um, we say Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays for the Tiki Tortures out there. (laughs) We say it all here. Yeah. Greetings, all of that here. Hanukkah was a couple weeks back. Yeah, it just passed. Kwanzaa's coming up in a couple days. Yeah. Yeah. We get it all in. Yeah. Mojo, Kuchitajalia. All of that. Yama. Nia. Okay. Feliz Navidad. Yeah, Feliz Navidad. <laughs> I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we get everybody in. We get everybody in. Okay. So we're going to have some um, Christmas holiday memories we're going to talk and just um, have fun with this episode. Nothing yeah, too heavy. Nothing yeah. too heavy. Yeah. yeah we so. take a break from the heaviness. You know, we got to. A lot of people are um, keep it light. taking some downtime anyway. Mm hmm. Not me, even though I'm not going to work. I've been working. No, yeah. It's like, really? I'm off? Yeah. I can't tell. I haven't rested since um, I've been off, I don't think. I want to take a little downtime later this later in the week and use some days before the new year. So that's what I'm going to do. That's how I'm going to play my position. But, um, yeah, so we've been watching our holiday movies. Like, Ari, she loves Home Alone. Okay. <laughs> Like she's really, really got into that because I just put it on one day just to shout out um Macaulay Culkin and the new Google, Google um, assistant, Home yeah. Alone um, twenty eighteen <laughs> version, version of Home Alone because <laughs> he's thirty eight now uh, Macaulay, yeah. so mm-hmm. he's like my age group. So yeah, he uh, was like Google. Uh, I have the house to myself, or whatever. It's like really cool. He's like Google. Do the Kevin, uh, when they, he arms it like Kevin, and then they have Kevin Durant's cut out instead of Michael Jordan's cut yeah, out uh-huh. on the train going around. That's appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> Surprised like they didn't go the obvious route. Why LeBron. not use LeBron? Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> maybe, um, LeBron, maybe LeBron is an, um, an, an Alexa guy. I don't know. Maybe he's a Siri guy. Maybe he's like with one of the other companies. I don't know. Like they use Durant instead. I know LeBron's on the Sprite commercial, the animated. What yeah. they like, is the LeBron, he's been doing the Sprite time. commercials yeah. for years. Yeah. yeah, I know he's on that. Mm-hmm. Yep. But um, that was a really cool commercial. And then it just took you back to that point. He was like, Remind me to buy more. Add, add uh, aftershave to my shopping list, oh, yeah. you know. <laughs> Should have said the real shit. Brute by Fabergé. Yeah, because that was what, uh, that's was what he used. Uh, Kevin put Brute on. <laughs> that's why he screamed. Yeah, yeah, Brute was like rubbing alcohol. Yeah. Brute? That's why he screamed. I'd scream putting that on. Man. I'd scream from the smell. 
As every boy's first cologne as a teenager. Yeah. Any cologne yeah. that comes in a bottle looks like soy sauce and or Worcestershire sauce is not something that you should be putting on your body. Brood by <laughs> Eddie Murphy had a bit from back in the day he did about Brood. It's hilarious. Because apparently that was his first cologne as a teenage boy as well, too. I think that was all of our first cologne. Yeah. <laughs> and then you graduate when you went to Jupe. You know, yeah, it's levels to it. Yeah, curves, old spices, levels to this man. Let's <laughs> okay. go. Yeah. Oh, cool water, cool water. Cool water. All the boys Different were cool levels. water when I was in high school. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, polo, polo <laughs> levels to this. Yeah. <laughs> you got to work your way up. Yeah, Michael Jordan cologne. Oh, yeah, I had some Michael <laughs> yeah. Jordan. I was um, when it first came out, it was twenty three dollars because of Jordan. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I, I had some back then. Yeah, yeah I remember that. It dropped that was- during the '90s during that championship bull yeah. run. Yeah. Coming by Boston, yep. Because it was like it was technically unisex. I think that's what they were saying. It yeah. Was. So like I bought some because I love Jordan. So, yep. But oh, back to Home Alone. So then Ari, her favorite part, she loves the part where um, where like they slip on the Hot Wheels and then they fall oh, and then yeah. they. <laughs> Or micro machines, you mean? Oh, yeah, micro machines, yeah. I'm saying Hot Wheels, yeah. It's all good. It, it might as well have been Hot, it'd be hot Wheels now because micro machines are no more. Yeah. <laughs> That's strictly a time capsule from and the machine, 90s. That was a guy who. That was yeah, he did a micro machine yeah. commercial. Did he so. pass away a few years back, I think? I don't know. Fast talk. I remember he was on um, Saved by the Bell at one point. And he did, uh, I love the 90s, those, commer- those uh, yeah. things like VH1. He was like, and here's a 19- recap of 1989 or 1999 right. or whatever. And he would do yeah. like the fast mm-hmm. talk, yeah. But uh, yeah, the micro machines, thank you. When they slipped on, Ari likes that part. And then she's scared of the spider. Like every time they show up the spider, like she's uh, like, Mommy. Ari got arachnophobia. She's like, Tarantula, <laughs> Mommy, the Tarantula. I said, It's in the TV. It can't get you. It's Could not, not ever real. ever show her that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she doesn't like spiders. A lot of people got a Arachnophobia, that's a real thing. Yeah. People, yeah she might be one of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of people she was terrified. Like spiders. <laughs> but she did like um, the antics of Home Alone and she did enjoy it. It's a good family Christmas mm-hmm. movie, I say. It is. But my favorite Christmas movie, of course, is Die Hard. John McClane. And we were about to go, I'm going to go there because it's been a debate. It's still a debate going on. It's never a debate for me, but it I don't know why it's either. been a debate like the last year or two. But this has really crept back up. So we're going to break down and like the bulk of this episode, we're about to break down Die Hard. I think um, the, this debate started around the time when um, Family Guy did their parody. Cause like um Peter was it Peter that was telling the um Christmas story and it was the um the Die Hard story basically what he was telling yeah <laughs> but it had the Family Guy characters in yeah. there play, yeah. so that's the first time I remember people say I say is it a, is it not but um I cause before I'd been debating uh people have been saying it wasn't to me since the eighties. Die Hard mm-hmm. wasn't a Christmas movie and I always said it was and I saw and then the it 90s went away the time, yeah. then it went away and then um. Whenever that Family Guy episode aired is when this came ever since that and then mm-hmm. every year around this time. Because it's even like a, a clip of like that they said that it's supposed to be a quote from Bruce Willis and they have like Bruce Willis saying that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. They say, so there you go. The man himself says not a Christmas movie. But it's like the quote that I'm like, I want to see, did he actually say it for one? And then, People make shit up. Right. And then for two, because you can't believe things that you see memes on Facebook. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. And then for two, even if he did say it, like it could have been a tongue in cheek thing. 
Yeah, just like um, Bob Zemeckis and Gale about hoverboards. Oh yeah, hoverboards are real. It's just um, the the, the parents groups like um, they thought they kids shut would, it down. They yeah. shut it down because kids would break their neck and like. And we were kids, so we thought hoverboards you were thought real hoverboards for years. They were really tongue and cheek. They it were joking. Hoverboards yeah. were never real. They were, they were never just real. joking. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they actually exist now, but the parents groups wouldn't let us. But we we're able to get our hands on some. Those are real in the movie, yo. They were able to sneak some into the movie, but yeah, they do exist. Yeah, and they were like, "No, mom and dad, you just don't want my hoverboard." I I wonder how many kids actually wrote angry letters to Mattel. (laughs) 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 I want my hoverboard. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but uh, so Die Hard, Chris's movie or not Chris's movie, and my meme that I've been putting up every year: there are two kinds of people: people who say Die Hard is a Chris's movie, and people who are wrong. And that's just how I feel. Like, Die Hard is a Christmas movie to me. It is. Why? Okay. The way the movie starts, John McClane is on a plane going to see his wife and his kids. With a big-ass teddy bear. With a big-ass teddy bear. Probably for his daughter, I would imagine. Yeah, and then um, he's talking to the guy next to him because, like, he doesn't like flying. We know Die Hard inside out. Like, we can quote the whole movie without even, Mm -hmm. you know, this is us, like, going off the top of our hair and not even watching the movie. Because we watch it every year. Yeah. And so, I haven't even watched it this year. I haven't year. watched I'm it still this year. Quoted off the top of my yeah, head. Yeah, I haven't <laughs> had a chance to watch it yet because obviously I can't watch it with Ari. Obviously, yeah, like I just <laughs> mentioned earlier, like even not working, I'm still working. somehow. I might watch it tonight when I put her to bed. Or <laughs> I don't know when I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> I might try I'm to sure watch, I watch it, it before the 25th at some <laughs> <Right>. point, though. <laughs> but uh, then he's like, he's having trouble flying. So then the guy tells him to make fists with his toes mm-hmm. when he gets take, take his shoes off, off make and make fists with your toes. Very relaxing. And then he has a gun, and he's like, it's okay, I'm a, I'm a cop. Because like, he gets nervous. See, like, carrying a gun on a plane now. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the 80s. Those came out. This is the 30th anniversary. 1988, Die Hard mm-hmm. came out. So, 30. So, this is appropriate. Mm-hmm. We're doing Die Hard, and it's the 30th anniversary. So, then he's walking through the airport, and then he lights a cigarette. Another thing that... <laughs> Smoking in the airport is more know, alarming than the gun. You just yeah. can't do. He lights a cigarette in the airport. He's walking That's in the, the airport. That's the one that always, to me, that stands out. But it's <laughs> definitely a relic. Because the gun, you might still see, like, you know, air marshals and yeah, all that uh, being around now. But uh, with um, smoking, yeah, you're not going to see anybody. Smoking, no airport in 2018. <laughs> you're never going to see that again. And then the girl straddles a guy and he says, fucking California. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Argyle picks him up, the limousine driver. So then he's looking John like... being blue collar sits up, up front. front. And then Argyle is still like, he doesn't know either because this is like his first time driving a limousine because he used to drive a cab. Mm-hmm. So like they're both awkward with how do we do like... Yeah, John's never ridden in a limousine. Yeah, so, so they're like, we don't know. Like, yeah, like, no, like he's supposed to sit in the back to drive the front, yeah. but he's like, no, I'm riding shotgun. Yeah, neither one of us John know what to do. John. <laughs> yeah. And then he's talking about all the stuff that, you know, they got going on. And then Argyle gets in his business about mm-hmm. why he's out there. And then he lets it slip that I'm married, but... You know, my wife and I are having issues right now because she moved out here for a job. Career woman, yeah. I thought she was going to fail. That's why I let her go. Like, yeah, you go file your career. You're going to come back to me. Then she was cool. And then she became the second in command pretty much or third in command. She was like way up in her job. Like she had had a really, really good job, his Mm -hmm. wife. So then... He's like, play some Christmas music. And then he puts Christmas on Christmas and Hollis. The legendary run DMC. First sign of, this is a Christmas movie. We play Christmas and Hollis. It was December 24th. They play that. 
I want to say that movie was the first time I heard that song, if I'm not mistaken. And you reindeer. <laughs> probably, I probably never heard this song till the movie came. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's Christmas time at Hollis Green. Mom's cooking chicken and collard greens. So then they're playing that in the movie. So then John goes in, and then he does the touch. This is pre you know, iPhone and all that. So then touch screens is weird because, you know, in the 80s. 88, yeah. He's like, okay, this touch screen. And then he goes in the party. He looks up McLean. This is not, not Yeah, McLean, yeah. So it's, hmm, Gennaro. Gennaro, her, her maiden name. Mm-hmm. And that's when he knows, like, oh, shit, my wife done went back to her maiden name. So you know it's real oh, trouble. It's wrapped in. Yeah, you know it's real <laughs> trouble. No, It's no excuse that you can give as a wife to your husband, like, why I went back to my maiden name. It's no excuse that you can really give. No, the excuse she gave was... Uh, she um, it had a leg, a shaky one. It's like, yeah, well, the Japanese businessman and all yeah. of that, like, and like they, uh, a and woman with a family. They out the. You figured yeah. a married woman, you yeah. are a married woman because he mm-hmm. lights into her. But then the guy says, okay, and he's like, uh, yeah, it's a twenty seventh floor, right? Yeah, yeah, he's like it's a twenty seventh floor. He's 30, like three or something. I think it's thirty two or thirty three stories that building. Yeah, he was like, they're the last ones in the building because mm-hmm. it was Christmas Eve. They go in. Oh, I forgot. Like, yeah, Ellis was doing cocaine. That's of course, a, yeah. That's Ellis a relative. Was doing, but, one of the other executives. Yeah, he was doing cocaine. <laughs> he was doing good cocaine. Mm-hmm. So then, when he goes upstairs, there's like this huge Christmas tree. Another sign of Christmas. Mm-hmm. The guy kisses him. The guy, Merry Christmas. A guy says Merry Christmas and kisses John. Mm-hmm. John being New York, he's like, what the hell is this California shit? Like, men kissing you? Like, I ain't with this shit. John's just you know, kind of like... Everybody in New York is kind of a jerk. He's like, yeah. LA. Ja- a la John. <laughs> exactly. You know? He's not used to People this People don't friendly. even, like, smile to you on the street. I've been in New York. and It was, it was, it was the 90s or, like, 2000 around the, the millennium when I millennium went. Yeah. went, yeah. And, like, yeah. Like, you nod at somebody who said, they look at you like you're crazy. <laughs> like, you don't know me, motherfuckers. Like, you don't know me, son. Son, came yeah, like, yeah. and like smile, and nobody. He walking down, so he's like, you know, you walk down, so you're like, hey, how you doing? Hey, for game, give you the evil. Why you so damn happy, foe? You trying to holler at me? You trying to ride me? Trying to ride me? So then, um. John, like, you know, he connects with his wife or whatever. He goes and waits for her in her office. And then, like, uh, when he gets connected with his wife, you know, you can see the love is still there. They're looking at each other. It's her husband, for God's sakes, mm-hmm. you know. And She's like, the kids miss you. I, I miss, miss you. you. She's then, spend Christmas with us. And then, yeah, she's like, yeah, why don't you, you know, she does it the roundabout. Yeah, like, yeah, so you have a hotel? And he's like, uh... And I might just crash with uh, it was some lieutenant out there that had retired. He's like, yeah, I might one just of his cop. Buddies. Yeah, he was like, I might just crash with him. So that's how far that is from. It. Yeah, like you'd be and in she, the car half the time. And she's like, let's just make it easy. You might as well stay with us. The kids would love to have you. So and then I. she had told her, uh, and then she even told her maid, she's like, you want me to make up the guest bedroom? She's like, uh. She wanted her husband, but she just had to be like, just try to be like, I'm not trying to be out there and be. Well, she's Holly Gennaro. We saw like in the end of sequels, them Gennaro women are a bit of hotheads. Even yeah, they're bullheads. Gennaro was yeah, like they're that. Bullheaded. That's the hustle. It runs in the family. Yeah, them <laughs> Gennaro women. It's hot-headed. So. <laughs> oh, and then our guy told him that if you don't, before that, when he dropped him off, he was like, uh, I'll wait for you. In the garage, he was yeah, like, he gave just in him the case. Cell number he's like, just in car case. Phone number. He was like, if you and your lady, if you like, if you're good with your lady, then I'll take your bath to the desk. If not, then I'll, I'll get you, I'll get you, you a hotel. hotel. 
So Argyle was okay because he was like, that's what he was like. You're okay, Argyle. He's like, he gave Argyle a chance to like chill, get drunk, yeah, yeah. yeah Argyle <laughs> pop got... some bottles, yeah, well, it worked <laughs> blast out. the music. Yeah. Well, it worked out because so, Argyle need to be in that. Yeah. So that's why Argyle was like, yeah, I chill out because he knew that he had that that mm-hmm. full full bar in the black bar. Like, yeah, take your time, John. <laughs> take your time. <laughs> <laughs> Stay up there as long as you want to party because I'm partying down here. Whiskey sour. This the real party. Yeah, that's. That party, all right. This the party in this limbo, right here. Playing with Stevie Wonder. Like Stevie Wonder, yeah. Oh, he play Stevie Wonder. Yeah, it was jamming. Our guy was getting it in. So then we set the mood for that. So then after John and his wife argue, then she has to go out and give like her speech or whatever to the crowd. Yeah, talk to the um the staff. Talk to the staff. Her and um Takagi. Takagi and. Well, Ellis, Ellis, yeah, head ass, but once Ellis cleared his head, <laughs> yeah, because Ellis was on that good cocaine, <laughs> the eighties. Yeah. So then, um, oh, and then another thing that like, you know, so eighties or whatever, the girl who was like very pretty, she tell her that she could have a sip of champagne, mm-hmm. which people would never tell you now. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about the, not just um the Christmas elements. Let's talk about the eighties, the eighties elements. elements, like the airport smoking and the pregnant drinking, pregnant drinking, the oh, blatant cocaine used for Ellis. <laughs> There's so much 80s in this movie, too. <laughs> so then, um, during that time, when they're about to give their speech and everything, um, you see um, Hans Goofy, the first sign. Oh, before we get that, Owen oh, oh. Ellis, he gave gifted Holly uh, a, a Rolex. Rolex. Yeah, because that's another thing. Yeah, and now it's the other guest, this creepy cokehead that's trying to holler at your wife, too. <laughs> <It's> creepy cokehead. <laughs> so he, uh, John got to deal with that, too. Yeah. <laughs> See that Rolex, a little token for me. Yeah. <laughs> Show him the Rolex. And then he said, I'm sure I'll see you later. The way John said, yeah. I'm sure I'll see you later. Checkmate. Yeah. <laughs> Nickel. But then uh, you see this um, armored truck pulling up or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you like, you don't know where it is. But then they have the doom, like the scary music playing. Mm-hmm. So you know, like, okay. And then when it pulls up, then um is it Theo, Theo and, and Carl, uh, Carl get out of the car. They come in and then murder the security. Yeah, they're talking about <laughs> so basketball. Showtime to Lakers. Yeah, yeah, Magic to Worthy. The team that got me in the basketball. Mm-hmm. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, Magic to Worthy to Kareem. Back and, to Magic. <laughs> and then they shoot the security guard. Because, like, he wasn't paying attention. He's just thinking, he's just thinking two guys are coming to talk about going basketball. to the party just like how John. Yeah. It could have just been another couple of party goers. So he yeah. wasn't paying attention like that. Yeah. And then the second security guard, they take him out. Like, they throw the little disc, the little pucky, mm-hmm. the little hockey puck disc thing, and then they shoot him up. So then um, they're like, we're in. And then Hans and the rest of the henchmen come in through the basement, you know, up it, you know, up mm-hmm. through the garage or whatever. And then they cut the power lines. Well, cut the phone lines. Yeah. They cut all the phone um, lines. Carl, the, the um, chainsaw cut all the it's phone It's a psychopath. Lines. And then... And then- Theo kind of shut, shut, shut down, down all the elevators. elevators, except the freight elevator is the only one that he doesn't shut down because mm-hmm. they're going to use that. T- so mm-hmm. all the rest of me locks out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then John is on the phone with the uh, with Argyle he's while calling him saying like, oh, "I still don't know you, so don't leave yet." Yeah, yeah. So he still was like in limbo. Yeah, he's like, "I'm here," and um, she invited me over, but we kind of had an argument basically. Mm-hmm. So so I don't know if I don't I'm know in. Yeah, so, so just stick just around just for stick a minute. Around. Oh, and also, uh, Theo locks the garage like he lets down the uh, the parking the garage. Gate, so Argyle's trapped too. So Argyle's trapped. So that was important that Argyle did go in the garage and wait because had he not, then mm-hmm. you know Argyle they needed Argyle later in the mm-hmm. movie. 
So then um, John is on the phone and he's trying to figure out what's wrong with the Around phone. Around the same goes time, dead. Theo cuts the lines. Is like Carl cuts the line. Carl, I mean, yeah. Theo cut the elevators. Carl cuts mm-hmm. the phone lines. So then um, he uh, he's dialing. He's like, "Hello" on the phone. See, it's another thing. Landlines, you know. Yep, see, it was like another, Die Hard couldn't have existed yeah. um, now because yeah. of the phone. Um, everybody got his phone. Everybody had cell Everybody phone. at that party would have had a phone. They could have just called. Like, yeah, like, hey, it's terrorists in this building and right somebody now. Somebody maybe put like live on Facebook and like just yeah, hell on the phone. Yeah. Just, or just set their phone down. Set the phone and down. Just have it live. Yeah, just whatever, have yeah. that recording live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um. So then he's like, so then they start shooting, you know, they start rounding the people up. And then John, being who he is, a police officer, he runs straight to the elevator. This is after he took his shoes he already off because did the of thing. doing the thing that the guy on the plane yeah. told him. That's how he ends up barefoot. And he does, and he does get relaxed because he's like, like okay, as he's doing wow, he's like, okay, he's worked. like, son of a bitch, it worked, you know. Dude was right. But then, then when the shooting starts, it's like, John went for the um, emergency exit. That's what he did. Yeah, he ran to the emergency exit, yeah. But, um... It was the couple having sex while they haven't helped him get away. But they yeah. barged in on him earlier. But then when he was in there, it was like, oh, my best. So they went to the next office. Yeah, to have sex. And then, sex, like, yeah. um, while they're in there, like, the terrorists are looking at the naked girl, The of naked course. girl. And so John is able to sneak and out. Sneak into the Because he would have been, like, apprehended with everybody else. Yeah. Like, so, like, that couple having sex actually gave him a chance that to, like. create a diversion. A diversion. Gave him, like, a few seconds to slip out into the Another stairwell. Another thing, 80s, unnecessary annuity. But, yeah, because, um. <laughs> PG-13 was new then because mm-hmm. like PG-13 didn't exist before about like 85 or something right. like that. So, um, mm-hmm. so Ruby's like figured, um, if I'm gonna go straight from PG to R, I might as well go all the way to R. So they had like gratuitous nudity. That's why all these 80s movies had so much random nudity right. in it because it's like, if I'm gonna get an R rating for a couple of F-bombs, might as well show some titties too. Right. It's like, like why not just go? On? You don't get an R rating, go all the way with it. Why just get an R rating for like? Because movies went from PG Boops. to R like for years, and then like um, it was like Gremlins, Gremlins. and um, Indiana Jones, a couple uh-huh. of movies. Why they said we gotta create something else because this ain't gonna work. Because like those movies, like um. Like they weren't um R rated, but they were very dark. Yeah, they had, <laughs> like, uh, they had like an element. Them, yeah. They had a dark element. And too. like, 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 should kids really be seeing these? It's like, like you took Ariana to see both of those the scenes that would creep yeah. her out. Like, and now um, Gremlins and yeah, the Gremlins Temple was saying like, shit out. Yeah. It's like, so yeah, exactly. So they said we got to create something. Well, Gremlins shared the shit out of me when yeah. I saw that, and I was like a little bit older than Ari when I saw Gremlins. Okay, so we need to separate. We need to separate PG and R. We need something, and that's when they came up with PG thirteen. So like Gremlins and um. Indiana Jones Simple Zone would have both been PG-13 had mm-hmm. been released later like after 85 but before that it's like mm-hmm. those were PG and people took their kids like the fuck <laughs> so damn back to that so then after that so he gets in the stairwell in there and John sees the creepy uh, guys like loading their um mm-hmm. there was at the bomb the, uh, the C4 yeah, those, they were the loading C4. And all of that yeah, yeah. he's loading all that so John knows that okay we're under terrorist attack alright mm-hmm. So John's like trying to figure out what to do. So John, being a cop, he goes talk he goes to, up to, to the floor. He tries to make a gun, but all the lines are all cut. The he tries to make cut. a call there, but he's like shit. So <laughs> then he uh, hits a fire alarm, mm-hmm. and then he sees the police cars coming, and then uh, they realize the fire, fire, the fire engines and all that. Yeah, he said, yeah, so he sees mm-hmm. the uh, fire engines. So he's like, yes, 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 mm-hmm. yes, and then they turn around because. Um, Hans, Hans instructed um the the fake security fake guard security. to like yeah they call off the um fire alarm call them and say that call uh, it's say buds, it was a false alarm say it's yeah. buds and sisters because like the building was under construction and it could have been buds and the sisters yeah and the floor it came from was one of the floors under construction, under construction the so it could have been buggy yeah mm-hmm. 
And then um, they figured that it was one of the people who got Somebody away. Somebody escaped. Somebody like, escaped. She said, what floor was that fire? So he sends one of the terrorists, which is Carl's brother. Carl's brother, brother yeah. who was like, um, like, a go, punk. Go take care of that. Yeah, yeah go kill him mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then he doesn't know that John's a cop. So then John breaks his neck. Yeah. Like they have a fight, a fight ensues, and then it ends up with John rolling Snaps down the stairs, and he breaks his neck. But yeah. then his feet are little, so then he can't even use his shoes. Yeah, but John does get his um his machine, his machine gun, gun and his voice radio. He took uh-huh. his red CB radio. And then radio. when he kills him, he puts a Santa hat on him, Christmas element. And then he writes on his uh, shirt and marker, mm-hmm. now I, I have, have a machine, machine gun. gun. Ho, 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 ho. Is that not Christmas? <laughs> I mean, it's not typical. It's not... Mm-hmm. You know, it's not Dickens, but you know, it's it's, it's McClay. It's still Christmas. Yeah. So then, after that, um, so it's a lot of Christmas elements so far. It's a lot of Christmas elements. So then, after that, um, you know, John is like ear hustling about because he like when he lets the elevator down with the uh, Carl's brother's body. You know, then he's like on top of the elevator and he's able to ear hustle and hear it's like part of their conversation. Hear part of their conversation. So like he writes down their names on his arm and then and so that's where he caught on that they were um some kind of European terrorists. Mm-hmm. He heard like the language they were speaking. Mm-hmm. So he figured out like stuff he was able to tell the cops later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is this many of them? They're European. Mm-hmm. Is there this that that? He was able to figure. So then, that out. John, being resourceful, he goes to the roof, and then he tries to tell now them. He got a radio. He has now, a radio. So, yeah, he's like the best trace of transmitters up on the roof. Yeah, so he like, goes to CB radio, and then he tells them. Mm-hmm. But then they're like, um, "This is a private channel. That the police are really yeah. stupid. This is for emergencies only. No fucking shit, lady. This sound like I'm ordering a pizza." <laughs> awesome. So then, um, so then the lady is just like, oh, okay. And then they hear like some gunshot, but they're not sure where it is because like it's noise because like the terrorists figure out that John is on the roof. Yeah, because they think John is like, hmm, where's the best place to train? Because no, they all have radios. Yeah, so they like, heard his whole conversation with the cops. He said, mm-hmm. go to the roof. He's up there. Yeah, yeah because yeah. like he's like, this is a party line. He, like he says that later. This is a party line. But like he knows that he has limited time. That's why he's trying to get the police over there. Because mm-hmm. he's like, okay, they all we're all on the same channel. So. Mm-hmm. I need to just get in and get out because mm-hmm. they're going to find me and they're going to try to kill me. Mm-hmm. And then they did try to kill him. And then they're like, okay, they're like, just send a black and white over there. And the black and white happened to be Reginald Bell Johnson, a.k.a. Carl Winslow from Sar- Sar- Family Sar- Matters. Sergeant Al Powell in this, like, yeah. getting his Twinkies. And he's buying at Twinkies. At the um, convenience store. <laughs> For his, his pregnant wife. And then the convenience store person doesn't believe yeah, him. Sure. He's like, you know, I thought cops only eat donuts. Mm-hmm. And, you know. He's like, you know, you could tell that he was on his way home because he was buying stuff for his wife. And he's yeah. like, I'm sure um, he, so his wife probably ate some of the Twinkies, but he I'm finished sure the he rest ate. of them. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then, um, I'm sure when Marcus got you stuff when you were pregnant, he would eat, he would eat some of them too. <laughs> one for you, one for me. Yeah. Two for you, two for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> so then he goes over to Dr. And then the other thing that's so 80s, the gas was like 79. 74 cents. 74 cents. Yeah. The gas for unlit gas. What's the funny thing about gas is like no matter what year it is, people complain about it's how high. I'm sure they said how high. I mean, these gas prices are ridiculous. 74 cents. <laughs> Man. Damn, I can't afford this. Ray Reagan's killing me with these gas prices. <laughs> Everything's the president's fault. Reagan's killing. He's <laughs> killing us with these 74, these 74 cent, cent gas, gas. prices, man. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty soon, no matter what year it is, people are going to complain about gas prices. So they have to, like, they show the side of 74 cent gas. 
Then you can see like Nakatomi Plaza. You can see like flashes of lights. Those are the machine guns, gunshots, the gunshots. Yeah. But you can't tell where it is. You can't hear it because it's so high mm-hmm. up. So then he comes. John goes, and then John is able to go into the elevator, into the yeah. the crawl space. He he's goes to hide. First, he's in the elevator, he's in the elevator shaft, shaft, and Hans was like, "Just lock him in there, like until the, the police get here. Yeah. Like we we got more important business to attend to." But Carl but Carl wants revenge for murdering his brother. His brother. <laughs> so like, and yeah. his head is just not even thinking because he's like, I can't. You know, he's like, if you're shooting, then mm-hmm. you know, he was exactly, like, exactly, yeah, we got bigger fish to fry. Like, um, like let the let the feds get involved in there. You could tear the whole building mm-hmm. up finding them. But like, we gotta stick to the plan right now. Oh we're yeah, trying to steal six hundred million dollars. Yeah. Forgot. Oh, and during that we forgot about the part where uh, Takashi yeah, uh, got murdered. Yeah. yeah, because of the whole reason why they came in there is because they know that it was uh six hundred million dollars in bearer bonds mm-hmm. in the uh, safe in the vault. Yeah, in the vault. Yeah, like, in the vault. Yeah, we need the code. And they need the code. But Takaki was like, "These you know, me, y'all gonna kill me anyway, so." I'm gonna make you work. He's like the code is just one safeguard, so like yeah, because you need seven safeguards. Seven, because like one um the code, and then the seven, the six locks, and then um the electromagnetic shield, shield. which came down after you got through the last lock. Yeah, which uh, we can't shut that down. From that's what Theo's saying. That has to be shut down from the outside. We cannot. Yeah, we cannot shut it. And then he says, "It's Christmas." Yeah, we expect the Christmas. It's time for a miracle. It's Christmas. (laughs) Miracle Christmas. So, is it still not a Christmas movie? All these Christmas elements in this movie, but it's not a Christmas movie. Man, why don't you try to save him, John? Because you'd be dead You're too, asshole. asshole. <laughs> <laughs> it's before all of that. Yeah. But let's move it along. Because now on. we, yeah, we, because this podcast is going to be as long as a movie pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> so then, uh, after John, uh, you know, hides in the crossfit, he's like, a few laughs. You know, I know you guys say that when he likes a liar. Come to the West Coast, have a, a few, few laughs. That's one of the famous. Yeah. That and um, another line is coming up in a little bit. Yeah. The two most famous. And then he uh, hits the lighter, and then they know that he's in the little vent or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, those foil vents yeah, that so go, go the air ducts the next yeah. floor shoot it up they like, shoot it up barely miss him but then they miss him mm-hmm. and then they have to go because um the cop is the cop there is there Al Powell is there so like um so okay, everybody come back yeah like Hans called every called mm-hmm. off the search for um for McLean basically and then they don't kill him back, yeah. I say my theory about why he didn't get killed is because it's like um they knew that they sent him there so like if uh they killed him then it would look suspicious. Like, okay, like, what happened to Al Powell? He went to this building and he never left. So let's yeah. see what's going on. So it would have been suspicious. It would have been very suspicious. That's why they let him live. That's why they just had everything like, oh, no, everything is fine here. And then when he saw everything was fine on the surface, he was like, oh, this is bull. Yeah, I'm the leaving. Guard was just watching the football game. Watch and all it. The, uh, the, oh, come on. I got so 50 I'm bucks on the assholes on Notre Dame. I think they must have been losing, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so he's like, oh, mind if I look around? No, go right ahead. And I knew that Powell was dead. <laughs> I was like, okay, he's about to die. And then he didn't. And then he didn't. And that's the, wasn't that the most evil looking security guy? Good evening, officer. Yeah, he looked, he looked very evil. I was arrested him on the spot there just for looking evil. That's a crime. And then he left or wherever. And then when he leaves, then John sees him leaving. And then John's like, but then he during, throws one of the terrorists. During this that time, he John has him, a yeah. shootout with the terrorists. He kills one of the terrorists. Okay. He kills the shootout, and, yeah. And, 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 oh, yeah. He kills a couple of there. He kills a couple of them. And he gets the detonators. And he gets the detonators during that During that altercation. Yeah. He kills terrorists and gets the detonators. And then so when now John really Marco like threw a monkey him. monkey wrench yeah. in that plan. So then he's before looking. that it was fine. Like it's like right. sure we got a guy that's like rogue in a building, but we don't care about that. Yeah. Like we got more important. We got more important. But once he got them detonators, them detonators. now Hans is shook. Is like because now we can't even execute this plan. Yeah. 
Because we have to blow that roof and he has to detonate. Yeah, like, There's no way Marco. to blow the roof without yeah, yeah, he killed that was one of the terrorists that he killed. And his Marco. bag is missing. Mm-hmm. And then like yeah, when that exactly. happens, so then uh, to get Al Powell's attention, he throws the body on his car while he's driving out. And mm-hmm. then he shoots up his car a little bit. So then at that point, so of course that puts him on red flag. No matter how much you tell him that, okay, everything is fine, this building, a body lands on my car and then my car yeah. gets shot. I wonder, that must, was that Marco's body maybe? I don't know if it's yeah. one of them, but it's been him that he threw out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, I need help now. Now God have it down. <laughs> so now they, um, they send the whole police so force, the LAPD over LAPD. there now, the SWAT team the SWAT and everything. Team they coming send over now. Yeah. Two by four. <laughs> yeah. The four assholes coming out of the two, <laughs> two by two, two formation. formation. Yeah, two by two formation. <laughs> and then he's a twas the night before Christmas and all through the yeah, house. So yeah, it was the Christmas Eve. It was yeah. all time before he Christmas. Said, I'm about to give you a, a they, Christmas. They did. It's the same like 30 yeah. years ago the day we recording this podcast. Yeah. Hearing this podcast. Exactly. It's Christmas Eve of 88. Yeah, he said, twas the night before, before Christmas, Christmas and all through the house. Now, a creature was stirring except, except the four, four assholes, assholes covered up in. on the North Lawn in uh, standard two, two by two, two formation. Because Theo was their eyes. So yeah. he could see everything. He's the only one that could see because, yeah, he had the, the video monitor. And then yeah. they hit it on the, uh, the RV with the rocket launcher mm-hmm. and did all that. So then that pissed off John because when they shot the cops, you know, mm-hmm. they said that, well, I forgot about Paul Gleason. He came and did oh, yeah. Dwayne. Deputy Chief Dwayne Robinson. Robinson. He came in trying to be like, you know. We know it's Beaks, another Beaks, favorite Christmas yeah. movie, which we're going to get into. He came in. He came in trying to call shots or whatever. So then when he came in calling shots, then, um, you know, he's he follows the standard police book. But Reginald Johnson is like, these guys are smarter than that. Like you can't follow the police book with them. These plus, guys are smart. We have smart. intel, and like we have from intel. Um, from Roy, the guy we talked about. Yeah, we had a guy. We got a guy on the inside that gave us and all the stuff. Al Powell we know. knew. Yeah. Al Powell knew. He was like, I think he's a badge, mm-hmm. not LAPD, yeah. but I think he's I'm, a cop. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure, him. but I think he's a cop. Yeah. So then, after um, the people, after the police officer gets shot, John takes that personally. Mm-hmm. So then, John throws some C4. C4. And he got out of Marco's bag. Yeah, yeah. He takes that <laughs> in there. He like blows up the elevator, mm-hmm. and that's when like another lock where he says like glass. Who gets a shit about glass? glass? Yeah. <laughs> so you got about a hundred people covered in glass down here. Who gets a shit about glass? And this when like our guy was listening by the end because like our guy saw the news was like yeah. saw the. the the Nakatomi's been taken by terrorists. He's like, wait a minute, I'm at Nakatomi. What the hell? <laughs> he's just, he had been partying all the time. He didn't even realize the building got took over. Talking to his girlfriend. <laughs> 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 so then after that, um, oh, and then um, also like, um, when, uh, but before all that, like John started, oh, after John blew up the building, because he's like, yeah, stay off the radio. And then John's like, this isn't, uh, you know, he's like, this isn't uh, so-and-so or whatever. Mm. So then John's like, you know, toying with um with uh, Hans, and then he's like, "Yeah, uh, you, you, know, think you really think you're a cowboy boy. and all that." That's where, like, um, that's, uh, what did he say, Marshall Dillon before? And then he said, "I'm part of the Roy Rogers." Roy Rogers, yeah. I forgot the <laughs> yeah. first cowboy. He said, it "Was it John Wayne?" It was John. John Wayne, Wayne yeah. He said, "I'm part." You really of think you, John Wayne? Actually, I, I prefer Roy, Roy Rogers. Rogers. That's where the name Roy came mm-hmm. from. And he says. You think you really think you're all that cowboy? You be kind of motherfucker. motherfucker. Let's get the line. <laughs> now, let's move the story along. Okay. Now. Yeah. yeah. So then, the next uh, Christmas reference I have too is when the FBI get there. I let. I want me to take this. Yeah, take the FBI. Yeah, part. when the FBI get there and then Special um, Agent Johnson. Yeah, Special Agent Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. No relation. <laughs> so then they talking about um. Okay, we got to we gonna shut the power down. Like let them sweat it out. Mm-hmm. And then like the um guy from the um 
power company doesn't want to do it. He's like, it's Christmas, it's Christmas Eve. Eve. And um, Dwayne, read the, uh, the deputy chief says it too. Like, it's like, we got to shut down a 10 block radius on Christmas, Christmas Day. Eve. We're going to ruin these people's Christmas. We're going to lose it. It's Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, We're going to ruin their more. Christmas. It's Christmas uh, we Eve. We can't shut the power down on like a 10 block radius. It's like, but then, um, and then the other guy's like, yes, the you FBI can. FBI orders it, yeah. He's like, yes, you can. You can right do it. Because the other guy's like, I know how you. We can just do we it do like right, this. Yeah. And he's like, but like they don't want to do it because you no, know, it's Christmas. Like people gonna be sitting at home. Like hey, people probably cooking their Christmas dinner, yeah, getting yeah. They, about to open their presents, mm-hmm. and the power just goes out. Watching Christmas movies, exactly. Yeah, doing your thing. <laughs> just like the lights just go out. It's like what the hell? right. <laughs> so they didn't want to, but then they do shut it down there, yeah, and mm-hmm. that's when the, the electromagnetic field comes. Yeah, up. Yeah, comes up, and, and they then they able the to get in, snatch the bomb, snatch the bonds, mm-hmm. and everything. And then during that time before that, uh, John has found out. Uh, like Hans catches up to John, and then he sees John's face. Yeah, they cross paths. They cross yeah, paths at um before all this because mm-hmm. um Hans was to go check on the um the explosives, the explosives on the roof. On the roof. Mm-hmm. And then um then like John tricks like you know John um gives him an unloaded gun, but mm-hmm. he, he thought it was a loaded gun. And then he shoots him, tries to shoot Give him. Me my detonator. And then he realizes that okay, you're Hans or whatever. First, he called himself Clay, Bill Clay. Bill Clay. <laughs> and then his accent is horrible. Oh, my God, you're oh, whatever. Nice. You're whatever. His, his Yankee accent. Yeah, his American accent. <laughs> and then, um, so then now that he's seen John's yeah, Alan face, Rickman was a dope actor. Yeah, he was. Rest in peace. Yeah, Alan Rickman was a dude. He was that dude. But um, so then after he sees his face, then um, Ellis is coke ass. He's like, yeah, your husband's gonna get us killed. So then That's Ellis like, goes, yeah, like I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna be the hero. I'll so that, save the day. So yeah. then Ellis goes, and then he tells um, John, Hans that John, John their old friends, that their old friends are back in the day, and that he was invited. Um, that he was out there with him, but not instead of Holly. Because yeah. first John thought they figured out who Holly was. Said we have someone very close to you, you want to talk to, and he's like, oh, they Shit, figured I me figured out. My wife. And he's like. Ellis? Ellis? Like he did, he had just met him. Yeah, he like, had to Ellis? figure out who it was at first. Like, is this Ellis? Yeah. Like, I just met this asshole like 10 minutes ago. He's like, tell I don't us, know him. Tell us you don't know me. He's yeah. like, they're going to kill you. Like, dude, we just met tonight. I don't know you. Dude. And then they kill Ellis. Yeah, blow his brains out because he like, so now they know his name, John McClane. And then like the, the news people The news got people it, are yeah. ear hustling too. So they all on the same they line. They all on the same line. Yeah. So then the news people be, go and then they find out that John's uh, has residence in California. His wife and his kids live right out here in yeah. LA. So then, uh, and then they send the news truck to like their house. And then Richard goes over there with the news truck, yeah, to go and uh, interview put his kids on TV. Put his you know? kids on TV, and then when they put the kids on TV, then the mother, of course, like I said, I'm a mother of children. So if somebody put my children on TV, you can see in my face that those are my kids, yeah. and then. He figured out that John and Holly were husband so and now wife. Now he takes her. She's a damsel in distress. So now. then she's taken as hostage, and then John has to go and save her because, like, they he's, take he's having a fight out with Carl. Yeah, first. they <laughs> have a fight with Carl, and then everybody is taken to the roof because, like, their plan was um to be evacuated. Yeah, give us helicopters on the roof, which yeah. is what the FBI did. What the FBI so did. Like, 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 said they knew exactly what they're going to do. Yeah, so like, yeah, have the helicopters on the roof in like one hour. We're going to send everybody up to be evacuated. Mm-hmm. The hostages will be released then. And but, then they're like, yeah, but we're going to shoot the terrorists yeah, out. Yeah, when they come up, we're going to shoot them up. And then, and then they're like, like, yeah. And, yeah, and then, then the uh, FBI was like, yeah, we might lose 30% of the yeah, uh, hostages. 25, 30%. I can, I can live, live with that. that. So yeah. they were assholes too. Yeah, they were. They weren't. The FBI weren't good guys. Yeah. Were, you talking about like, losing yeah, 25 we, to 30 We'll take out the hostages. We'll take out the terrorists. Lose maybe 25, 30% of the hostages. Yeah, I can, yeah, we live, can with live with that. that. Yeah. <laughs> so they were dicks too, yeah. 
These are people that are being Creole on Christmas mm-hmm. Eve. Mm-hmm. So then uh, Hans and them, like, uh, that was their plan, was to send them up there. And then when they send the hostages up there, then they were going to blow the roof. Blow the roof, yeah. And then just um, slip out, like, in the, in the, with chaos. All the chaos. Yeah, yeah and then, because if you steal $60, mm-hmm. you know, you can disappear. You steal $600 million, you can't disappear unless well, like said, you're And there's probably about 100 people at that party. So, like, they don't know who's, like, you blow the roof, it's just bodies. They don't like, yeah, yeah well, with these terrorists and these hostages, uh-huh. like... It's like, and DNA wasn't really big yet. Then. Yeah. I don't even think DNA was a thing yet then. So there's a bunch of bodies. Like, they can't know who's who. They just assume, mm-hmm. like, okay, like, the terrorists must be like some of these bodies that were in this. Bl- yeah, exploding. so John knows that the roof is going to explode mm-hmm. because that's why him and Carl like, yeah. had the fight out because, like, he was trying to let them know that like, it was a double cross, but then Carl called him and then they fight. Mm-hmm. And then John goes up there and then uh, he's like trying to get everybody off the roof. And then John they gets everybody off the roof. Yeah. Then the F, the FBI they said John's they a terrorist. Him, they don't know who he is. They see a guy with a gun. Yeah, they say, yeah, one of the terrorists. Said, yeah, I'm on your side. You so. <laughs> and then Hans sees this um, hostages come back. He's just fucking blow it. Blow He's like, roof. we gotta go. We, yeah. gotta go. <laughs> we can't hang around. Yes, yeah, just blow it now. And then they take Holly <laughs> to where the vault is. Yeah. And then uh, so then when they have the uh, so then after they blow the roof, John escapes narrowly mm-hmm. on a um, on a mm-hmm. fire hose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's uh, the <laughs> FBI blowing it. What's the name? Johnson and Johnson, Dick the, the, and Dick, the, the, blow away. <laughs> what's the name as the line? It was one of the favorite lines here. We're going to need some more, more FBI, FBI agents. <laughs> With um, Dwayne. I don't think no one was sad when they died. I don't think no one was sad. Dude, man, it was funny. It was, that's what, like, when yeah. I first saw it, that got a chuckle. Yeah. You know, two guys just blew up in a helicopter. It still was funny, though. Because, like, just to the line, and Paul was like, yeah, I think we're going to need some more FBI so guys. John and John got a chuckle. And he has to go and save his wife because the pregnant lady told her, because that was uh, her assistant, the pregnant lady, and she tells him that they took uh, Holly to the vault. And then he goes down there, and then he goes, and then while he's going up there, it's a, it's a Santa Claus. Yep. With tape or whatever. Tape, yeah. So then he gets the, the tape idea. Says Merry Christmas or something like that. Yeah, it says on Merry it, Christmas. Yeah. So then um John goes with his machine gun and then he, he like two bullets. He has only two bullets left. And then he goes with the holding the machine gun and then like he has like words with Hans and then um Hans is like, What'd you say to me, Yippie Kaye, motherfucker? And then like well Hans like he's like drop the gun and then John throws the gun and it looks like he's about to surrender. And then John just starts doing the, like, the crazy laughter. <laughs> of course, yeah, Hans is cocky now. Yeah, typical American. Yeah, yeah. Like, typical so American. so predictable. Yeah, like, yeah. you could have just blasted me, but you throw your gun down. Like, yeah. right. like, he's, like he yeah. started gloating in there. Yeah, and, and then he says, yippee Kaye, motherfucker. And then John goes, <laughs> and then it looks like he just loses. It's like he now just loses his mind. Now it's just two mind. terrorists left. It's Hans and then his, 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 his um, the yeah. security guard. Because don't count because he was on the first. He was knocked out anyway. Yeah, he was, so he yeah and Argyle knocked him out anyway. Argyle took care of him already anyway. So then, um, so then, like when he's laughing, and then um, he's thinking that, oh, okay, you're just losing your mind. And then when Hans goes to shoot him, John has the gun taped to his back, and they couldn't see the gun taped on his back. So then John pulls the Merry Christmas gun off his back that was taped on. Then he shoots the one guy through the head, the evil he security guard, the fake security, and then pops Hans too. Yeah, but he has he shoots Hans wide because Hans was holding, holding his, his wife, so he didn't get a kill shot. So he shot him wide. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Hans, Hans is still does alive. Fall out of the, um, he, he falls out. through the glass. And then he's holding on to and Holly. Holly's wrist, but she has that she Rolex has on. That Rolex gave they her. They had to let the Rolex, let the Rolex go, which was, like, probably a $30,000 watch. Yeah. So mm-hmm. $30,000 Rolex had to just fall. The funny shit about that, um, what I saw um, behind the scenes is um, Alan Rickman didn't know they were going to drop him right there. Like, the, the look you get on his face is real. 
because they counted him down. It's like because he did drop it wasn't like a third. It wasn't thirty stories. He dropped maybe like thirty feet, for example. Okay, it was green screen and behind him. Yeah. yeah. But um, the countdown there was like it's supposed to be three, two, one. Drop. He said three, two, and then just dropped him. Like before the one, so yeah, I wanted to get that natural look. So the look that Hans is making is real. That's really Alan Rick. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Cause they, they, <laughs> I, I saw it on the behind. <laughs> like a like, great American when they have the uh, it's like that, the yo, giant the, the, drop, and you yes. don't know like when it's going to drop. drop. And that's like, how they did. Kill, they yeah. just that's drop. how they did yeah. with Alan Rick. I mean, when they were count, the director was counting them down. Said, "Drop him on one. Don't drop him. Drop him on. Yeah, we count down. Don't drop. Drop him one second early, so he doesn't know. Three, <laughs> two, two. <laughs> so like the drop is like, his face was like what the yeah fuck? that's why they got the look they wanted that because was perfect they dropped him like he didn't know the drop was coming though and then he falls 30 stories so mm-hmm. obviously he mm-hmm. splat, splat you die yeah. everybody like, everybody like <laughs> and then um so then john saves the day and then al power they finally get to meet the because they've been they've communicating been on the radio, on the radio. And then they really, and then Al Powell gets to save the day because he had, had stopped shooting. He kills. We thought we had all the terrorists and still one left. That yeah, because he killed about. the kid when, like, you know, back in the day. So that's why his, he had fired his gun. He's been on desk duty ever yeah. since. Hadn't fired his gun since that. Since yeah. then. So, so then Carl is like, I guess he's part uh ninja or something like he's what terminator or whatever he just doesn't why won't you die because yeah. like he got he hung, hung he got hung alive, with a chain yeah. and he was still alive <laughs> and then he got partially burnt and then he's still alive and then al shoots and kills carl mm-hmm. and then um argyle pulls up and then he picks up um john and holly to His take them home last line in the movie is what it's how you celebrate Christmas. Christmas. I can't, I can't wait, wait to see New Year's. Christmas. And then it closes with, oh, the weather outside is frightful. Yeah, but let it snow is the last song here. So we brought down Die Hard. And at some point in there, Holly punched um, Richard she Thornburg. Punched, so yeah, there you go. <laughs> He's like, how you feel about yeah. this and this and that? <laughs> she knocked his teeth out at some point. That's so. what I would do. You put my damn kids on TV. You almost got me killed. Got my husband almost killed. Yeah, you going to take them front teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm punching you in the mouth, too. <laughs> But that was Die Hard basically in what, like 30, so, 30 or so minutes. So yeah. so it's Die Hard after listening. Is Die Hard still not a Christmas movie for the people who said that it wasn't? Or are you on our side now? We'll find out. We'll find out. That's the poll that we're going to take. Yeah. I Christmas guess it's just, movie or not Christmas movie? I guess it's just not Christmas without Paul Gleason because he was also in Trading <laughs> Places, one of my other favorite Christmas oh, movies. I, one more thing, real quick before that, before we uh, go to uh, Trading Places. Uh, Die Hard, the reason why, my theory is why you don't put no respect on Die Hard. I got it. It's because snow. Lack snow. of snow. Because it's a, it was a California. West Coast movie. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah, because um, had it been set in New the York, East Coast, Chicago. Snow, yeah, then um, people would feel more Christmassy. Right. But exactly. it was no snow, so I think that's part of the reason. Mm-hmm. But trading places, yeah. Yes. So it's not Christmas without Paul Gleason being yes. a dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was said in New York, so we saw mm-hmm. the snow and all that. So people feel more Christmassy Billy about Ray that Valentine. Capricorn. Capricorn. Yeah. <laughs> the Dukes and all. So real quick synopsis, because we only got like a little bit of time. Real quick synopsis yeah. of trading places, because that's not argued about it being a holiday movie. Mm-hmm. But the elements that we can point out at Christmas, the first, um, the first uh, holiday reference they make is when uh, he's in jail. Oh no! Oh, before that, because they talk about uh, yeah, you're talking about 
this uh, nature versus nurture yeah, thing. Yeah, because like um, they were planning now you know, for the new year, the crop report, yeah. and we're going to make millions of dollars in fruits and oranges. Yeah, and for the new year, and you're like obsessed with this because um, nature yeah, versus nurture. Randolph just couldn't let that go, yeah. like um, nature versus nurture. nurture. And he wanted to win a, a Pulitzer that, Prize. Um, he was like, I'm going to win a Pulitzer Prize on this. Which is like, is there a big thing? It's like, um, he's saying you can turn anybody to a success with the right, with um, the right. nurturing. Mm-hmm. Well, um, Mortimer was more like, nah, it's in the genes. It's, it's like, it's like, um, like racehorses or like, right. yeah, thoroughbreds, thoroughbreds like that. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's in their genes. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, where Rams like, no, nah, we could turn anybody to a success with mm-hmm. the right molding. And that's where the seeds were the, planned for the, the movie. The whole movie came from that. Mm-hmm. And then this magazine uh, that Randolph was reading is where the idea mm-hmm. came from. <laughs> so then, uh, when Billy Ray Valentine and uh. And uh, went through a cross paths because like Billy Ray is panhandling, yeah. And, yeah, he's um, a fake panhandler. He's pretending to be um, a, a wounded veteran, which is hilarious because like no Eddie Murphy is nowhere near old enough to have been in Vietnam. Vietnam, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, Vietnam was in the seventies. Eddie Murphy was like twenty years old when that movie came out, so right. he'd been like ten, like when Vietnam was going. <laughs> on. That's how the cops knew <laughs> was bullshit. <laughs> There's no way that like if you were saying you were in the Gulf War, for example, you were like ten. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's, like, it's like no way. It's like, <laughs> Desert Storm. Exactly. No. Yeah, it's like that. <laughs> no, I was in fifth grade. It's the equivalent of that. That's how the cops do that. The Billy Ray was full of shit. Yeah. So we got a guy claiming to be a veteran, yeah, the injured veteran, that playing Pan Am. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, that was the seventies, and like Eddie Murphy yeah. was young. I was like eighty two. He's like yeah, he was 80, like 20, 21 years 21, old. Yeah, he was super young. young in that movie. He was in his yeah. early twenties. Yeah. He was very young. <laughs> so then. Um, their past cross. It looks like uh, he's trying to rob the payroll because he bumped him. He and bumps then, him like, and then he, he drops he, his briefcase. He freaks it up like, "Oh, here you here, go." Here. Yeah. He's, he's like, like "No, no thief. thief!" Yeah, and plus, like, when they probably didn't have that much experience with black, with black people, people too, so obviously. you see a black man with your briefcase, you think he's trying he to steal to it. it. <laughs> a suspicious looking, a suspicious yeah. looking. We probably seen him before too bagging because he probably yeah, so he knew that dude was like. He wasn't, wasn't an upstanding member of society. Yeah, he was already. shifty. He probably had seen him like outside of the, of the mm-hmm. club, like begging before. The cops come and arrest him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's like, I want to press full charge. This is a menace to society right here. Nah. We take people like this off the street, like Winthorpe just tears him down. Just tears him down. Bill Rose is like, this clumsy motherfucker bumped into me. Yeah, shit. I was yeah. just like, your suitcase. I'm not going to jail because this dumbass ain't watching where he's going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then that's when they plant the idea, yeah, like... There's, like, absolutely nothing wrong with that man, Randa. And then Morton's like, of course there's something wrong with him. He's a Negro. He's a Negro. That's racist. That's racist. But that's what a lot of older, rich, white people think about mm-hmm. it. Real talk. So then... Um, so then, like, he's they in jail. This plan, they concoct yeah. the plan. They concoct the plan. I was going to get to the jail scene. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's one the first, of the funniest scenes That's, like, that one of the first references about uh, the holiday where he says, it ain't this close. It ain't this cool being the jive turkey this close to Thanksgiving. Because it had to be, like, late November yeah. when this incident happened. Right. Yeah. So it was around Thanksgiving. Yeah. The jive turkey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a karate man. Karate yeah, man, man crying on the inside. You would know that you're a big, very white, white looking, looking motherfucker. <laughs> Where is your bitches? Your yeah. limousine. Your limousine. Yeah. <laughs> that young John Carlo Esposito. Mm, yeah, he was one of the guys that was impressed. Instead of the other two guys who were like, fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then um, they concoct the plan to switch them, hence the term trade in places. Mm-hmm. 
So they switch him out. um, I bet you I could make him a Valentine's successful executive, and um, we could turn Winthrop Winthrop to crime. crime. Warden was like, nah, Nah. I couldn't see that. Like he thought he thought Winthrop was like was their guy. Like he's a good dude. He's a good dude because he was going to marry their great their great niece. Yeah, he was engaged to their great niece. Nah, you can't like nah. And he already heard what he felt about Valentine. (laughs) He's a Negro, so he already knew like what he felt about him, and then he thought Winthrop, nah, that's a good man right there. It's like nah, like Ivy League educated, all that. Yeah, he's. But Randolph was like, nah, I bet you I we, bet we you can. Is. I bet, homie. Usual bet? Yeah. Yeah, and then they yeah. said the usual bet. Mm-hmm. And then we find out what the usual bet is later mm-hmm. in the movie, like much yeah. later. Mm-hmm. So then they bet, and then uh, they set up, they have Beaks. Uh, it was, uh, Paul Gleason, the Deputy Chief Robinson. Yeah, and he sets up uh, Winthorpe to make Winthorpe like a thief first. Um, He's already was like stealing the crop report for the Duke, so they already yeah. had him on the payroll. Winthorpe found like a fifty thousand dollar check early, or yeah, like, fifty yeah. thousand. Like, like, yeah, like I don't. It's not a Clarence Beak on the payroll. Like, oh, it's like, research. Oh, it's, yeah, it's private research. It's private yeah, research. I'll take care. Of, like Mortimer snatches it. Like yeah, I'll take care of that one. Yeah, like don't worry about that one. He took the check right away. <laughs> See what they was on. Mm-hmm. This is an insider trading. Exactly. Yeah, they were on their the Enron shit. The Enron like shit. Decades before, before yeah. that. <laughs> so did they see that? Maybe. Hmm. <laughs> said, hmm, we're gonna pull that. I think Maybe. it is laws in place now where you can't do that. What um what um Winthorpe and Valentine did at the end is yeah, like it was highly because illegal. As people probably tried that shit in real life, so now they put law. It's no way you can um. Have that information and become like billionaires overnight. Yeah, you can't do they that. got like safeguards in place to like mm-hmm. stop that, mm-hmm. or like what they did to the Dukes as well too. Like you can't mm-hmm. like completely like ruin somebody you financially somebody financial. because you gave them some false information. Mm-hmm. They got like I think safeguards in place mm-hmm. because of that movie. Yeah, people probably said the like, train space is real. Probably <laughs> exactly. So I said, no, nah, we can't. And <laughs> so actually, laws in place now. So get to like the good part yeah. when um. So then they make um. Winthrop loses everything, so in the midst of it, like he gets arrested. After they plant the hundred dollar, they plant the hundred dollar bills on him, he and gets, then he goes to jail. He goes to jail. He gets planted they, with PCP. Oh yeah, Angel uh-huh. does. Yeah, not cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> so now, not only is he a thief, like stealing from his friends, but he's a drug, he's a drug dealer, dealer too. too. So now it's a real side you face. Yes, minimum mom. Um, Louis. How many years was it? Seven or something like that? Seven to ten, Louis. Seven to ten, Louis, yeah. Like, yeah. you in possession of that. He's like, nah, you're going to do some real you're time. You're going to do some real time. Because, like, the also petty theft, like, whatever. He, like, mm-hmm. he could have got out on that, but, like, and he was getting because, like, Penelope was, like, going to bail him yeah, out. Yeah, she going to bail him so, out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then to really make him lose his girl, then, like, he sends the hooker, mm-hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis, Ophelia, yeah. mm-hmm. he sends her over to, like, make it look like she's a crack whore yeah. to uh, Louis or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then his so, wife. Um, basically to get rid of because she was Penelope was yeah, still his in his corner. Yeah, his fiance was still in his corner, yeah. Because like she bailed him out, like, and she could tell that he wasn't lying. Like, I've, yeah. I've never like sold drugs in my life. I'm not a drug dealer. I'm not dealer. a drug dealer. And she knew it. She could look and tell she that he, look wasn't, and tell uh, that he was what? telling the truth. But then when this chick comes up and she says his name, and like, she said the name, yeah, and I need you, Louis. And then it's kissing on him and like, stuff. Oh, no, nah, you full of shit. I'm out yeah. here. <laughs> so then, like, he loses fiance. So now he has nothing. But the thing that um that they didn't bank on is that him and uh the hooker, they become friends. Off, yeah. They become friends or whatever. And then she does make an agreement, like, okay, like um I'll get you back. I'm on gonna your get feet. you back on your feet, but you but gotta pay me five figures. Mm-hmm. When you get back on your feet, you're paying me five she figures. She was saving up all her um prostitution. Her prostitution money, money so, like, so yeah, she could retire. retire yeah. She's like, I got another what, three years on my back, whatever mm-hmm. she said. 
But she's figured if I help him get back on his feet, then I can quit now. Like, so just, right. uh, uh, this is my meal taken out of prostitution, basically. Mm-hmm. That's what she was looking at. And then the best, one of the best, Zeta Kai. Oh, Zeta Kai. Zeta Kai. Todd and those other three assholes were off the chain. So were they whores, the girls? Like, the stuff they were That's saying. That's what the song, song was about. It was all about smashing the chicks. They were about being thoughts. They were thoughts. Constance Fry, obviously, was the Constance Fry. They all smashed Constance Fry. Yeah, they were thotty. Because she'll fulfill you every need we, winter, winter, spring, spring or fall. fall. <laughs> so they all hit that shit. <laughs> you stepped on the ball. <laughs> well, so then... Um, so then his friends turn on him because his like, friends turn he's on a him. drug dealer he's a and drug a dealer. convict and all of that. So yeah, like, they turn on nah, him. We, and then... You're not, you're um, not welcome here anymore because they had their little private their club. Their little country club. Yeah, it's like, no, nah, you're not welcome here anymore, Winthorpe. And then they turn on him. So then... Um, and while this is going on, Billy, Billy Ray, Ray is become, ascending. Yeah. He's ascending to success because with him being a natural hustler, he's like, okay, I know about this stock market thing. Like, okay, you guys sound like a bunch of bookies. Mm-hmm. Like, he understood... He picked up right on it. He picked up right up on it. And like, when you yeah. saw about pork bellies, he was able to say, let on. The price is going to keep dropping because it's Christmas time. It's Christmas time. Not a reference to you. Yeah. He's like, if people are worried about I'm going to lose all my money, I can't buy my son a G.I. Yeah, Joe with for the, the Kung, Kung Fu, Fu grip. grip. Yeah. My wife's I mean, not going to fuck me. make uh, love to me. Make love to me. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, just wait till it gets to around like 64 and then sell. Like, yeah, like mm-hmm. you clear out all the suckers, buddy. Yeah. So, like, yeah. he, he was figuring it out. So, like, he knew. Yeah. Like, he had a natural, uh, a natural talent for it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, he just didn't know like, the terminology, but he was like a hood guy. So, then uh, he's becoming the man or whatever. And then uh, Lewis is just going down and down and control. down. Yeah, he gets um he gets sick from like watching Valentine yeah. steal his life. Steal his basically. life in the yeah. rain. So he gets like the flu. And then when he sees Valentine in the newspaper, so yeah. then that's when he crashes a Christmas party because he saw him as a rising star. And now like oh, okay, now I gotta take this now dude I'm gonna out. Take this yeah. out. So then he dresses up like Santa Claus, mm-hmm. and he's the original Bad Santa because yeah. he looked like Bad Santa the way mm-hmm. he was dressed. And then he crashes the Christmas party. He breaks in the office and tries to plant drugs, plant drugs on yeah, Valentine. He's the drug dealer, not me. To right? make it look like, you know. He thought Valentine did the whole thing. He thought Valentine did to He him. didn't know about the Dukes. Yeah. He's okay, this is getting back for me to have pressing charges against him. Mm-hmm. He's, he took my lady's, but he's getting me back for that like, shit. Yeah, you took my so life. That's why, that's why he was trying to get set him up. Mm-hmm. He thought Valentine was a, Valentine had no idea Valentine about anything. Valentine had no that. idea. Yeah. So then uh, once <laughs> that happens, then Valentine, when he goes off to go smoke a joy in the bathroom, Oh, yeah. Another great scene. Yeah. yeah. And then he ear the hustles. Dudes, the dudes realize that um, Randolph realized he won the bet. Yeah. Because like, we turned Rand- Valentine to a successful executive. And, and went, went up to, to a psychopath. Because they saw him. He just pulled a gun on everybody. Pulled a gun so, out. And like, Mortimer couldn't believe so I didn't believe that Winthrop yeah, was like slow. That. Yeah. Like, he had no idea. <laughs> so then uh, he's like, you owe me one dollar. Yeah. And then he paid. So that was the big bet. One dollar. These are millionaire guys, and they bet a dollar. So they ruin two people's lives. Well, one person's life. But they ruin one person's life, and then another person, they were going to kick him back to the curb. Yeah, because this um, was Branthorpe was saying that. Okay, now that um, I proved my point, like, what do we do about um, bringing Winthorpe back on board? I'm not sure if I want to bring to the ghetto. I'm not sure if I want to bring Winthorpe. You mean keep Valentine on as executive and? Classic and they line. Said, you think I would let a nigger run our family business? And Valentine heard all of And this, Valentine's yeah. face, when he said it, he was like, <laughs> his face was like, what? <laughs> so then after all that, so then um, 
Uh, Valentine hooks back up with Winthorpe, and then after Winthorpe attempts suicide, yeah, he took some pills. But then uh, he, it didn't uh, happen. So then they become, mm-hmm. they, they realize that okay, we're the on the Dukes same page. Did, Dukes uh, did to us, and then they realize that oh, it's even a bigger fish in that is that because then when they saw because um, Ophelia Beak saw Beaks, like yeah, well, that's TV. the guy, yeah, that sure, that's him yeah. that paid me yeah. to uh, do that to you at the police station. And then they both hear his name's Clarence Beach because like Valentine has seen a check too for ten thousand for ten thousand. And I, I think Valentine's check was bribing for like framing Louis. Well, that's framing what I think Louis, that yeah. was separate. They said like, hope we're not pushing our luck for using mm-hmm. Beaks for this too because like mm-hmm. they already paid him for the crop report. Yep. And they gave him another ten thousand to frame Louis. To frame Louis. That's what. I I think that the ten thousand dollar check was mm-hmm. So then, so they uh, both saw his name like this Clarence Beeks and like for big amounts ten thousand and fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. Like who is this guy? Who is this guy? And they see like oh he got that crop report. Yes, the, the crop Dukes report. are gonna try to get their hands on it before right. it goes public. They gonna corner the orange. So then they uh thing. so then they wanna um you know uh, apprehend it or whatever. They wanna like stop it before it gets to them. So that we're gonna um mm-hmm. and then it's an Al Franken in there, a young yeah, Al Franken. Al Franken pre um before he be went into politics. Before he went into politics. Mm-hmm. And then um, after that, uh, they're on a train. It's a New Year's Eve. Merry New Year. <laughs> yeah. In this country, we say Merry Christmas. We say, no, we say Happy, Happy New Year. Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> and then, um, what's the name? Dan Aykroyd wears black Dan, face. He's Lionel Joseph. Yeah. <laughs> another 80s reference. Cameroon. <laughs> Cameroon. Abuyaka, 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 ha. Abuyaka, 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 ha. And she's Inga from Sweden. <laughs> And then uh, Coleman is uh, a drunk Russian. Irish. Oh, was he Irish? Yeah, he's yeah, he Irish. was Irish. So he's Irish. That's right. He's, yeah, Irish. he's Irish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll, I'll, Jim Belushi's in that scene too. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pull out your eyes and, and piss on your brain. That's why they bounce on the next one. Go to the next one. Then. So then, like, uh, real quick. So they're like, we're gonna move it up. up you know, so they're like, they uh, they get Clarence Beaks out, and then they do a fake report. Yeah, they went through. They switch him out, yeah, and, and then gives the, uh, gives the um Dukes like the a Dukes phony get a phony report. report, and while they have the real one, and then they now, have the real Valentine report. And Winthorpe got the real one. So then, when they do the actual New York Stock Exchange, when they go up there and they do the exchange, the orange juice trading. Then the orange juice trading. Then it looks like the Dukes like they're feeling like cocky, like yeah. So the price is driving up, and then other people are like, no, so the Dukes know something. Let's get in on it. Yeah. It drives the price up even more because like uh-huh. now other people are like watching the Dukes. Uh-huh. You know, like they were like the leaders, basically. Yep. Yeah, like they know something about they this know something orange about this juice. Orange juice. Like, Let's get in on it. So that drives it at the right time. Winthorpe um, sells like yeah, so selling forty two. Yeah, and then the price is and dropping. Then the price goes down. They're like, what, what are they doing down? here? He's like, how could it be dropping? Wait a minute, unless that crop Unless that report, crop report. <laughs> And then they announced the crop report live. Yeah, that the fro the cold winter would not affect um the orange. So now you got all this people bought all this orange, orange, juice, orange juice that you don't need. Too. Like he told they told their guy to buy it no matter no what. No matter what, just buying, buy. Buying. Just we're buying. Well like Valentine ones that were selling, yeah. So they like, sold and then uh, what's the rule? And then they uh, would bought them back low. It's like, yeah, because... Buy like, low, sell high. That's the rule mm-hmm. that you say. Buy low, sell high. Because they have people that bought all that juice earlier that drove the price up. Now mm-hmm. they like they, they don't want to lose they everything. Lose so everything. they sold it real cheap to Valentine and yeah. So we're buying back and they bought them back cheap. For very cheap. Yeah, so and then they made a boatload of money. Mm-hmm. At the end, they were on a boat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they made, what you would call it, uh, Super Bowl because they was like, you know we don't have... What $394 million, million dollars in cash. In cash. They lost everything. So then they their, um, took all their assets. Took their personal assets, their um, Duke their, and Duke professional assets, sell seat. their seats on the New York Stock Exchange. Mm-hmm. Like they lost everything. And then Randolph has, has a, a heart, heart attack. attack. And, and then more says, fuck, fuck him. him. <laughs> <laughs> Your brother doesn't look so well. Fuck him. 
those are a couple of our favorite and Christmas that was movies, what happened yeah. so so hopefully it's not 30 years for or 35 year in right. trailer places very <laughs> old. Trailer places. That's damn near 40 years old <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but yeah so let so us have know. a little fun this week yeah let us know if if they're because you know we didn't use a typical like miracle on 34th street christmas story or christmas care uh-huh. we didn't use Grinch, though, Grinch, we didn't yeah. do the typical ones we named couple of Some um, other ones. different ones that you might not think of as Christmas movies. So have we swayed you yet? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, let us know because we're wrapping this one up um, what you think about our Christmas episode. Mm-hmm. Subscribe, share, rate, review on iTunes, TuneIn, Spotify, um, SoundCloud, iHeart, all of that. Also, you can follow me at Ozman the Wizard on Instagram and Twitter, Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook, and check out OzRadio.net for the hits and 2K classics and 90s joints on The Bomb, plus like our Facebook fan page for Not Another Damn Podcast. And you can check me out, msimah 626 on Instagram and on Twitter. Also, you can check me out, S-T-R-A-G-U-L-L-E-Y-1 on Twitter and S-T-R-A-G-U-L-L-E-Y-7 on Instagram. Also, please like the Straight Gully Facebook fan page and check out StraightGully.com for the vlogs and blogs and check out StraightGullyProductions.com. I'm Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. And we will talk to you later. Bye. I'm going.